What's up, Pats Nation? Michael Lake is here. Episode seven. I believe that's right. Andrew, you're all saying what? Who's counting? <laughs> Who's counting? Episode seven, Pats Tailgate Party Podcast. Again, uh, the whole point of the show, we love, by the way, I'm just going to go out early. Mike, you brought this up earlier. I should do this. I'm just going to do it right now. We want you Patriots fans, especially the ones on Boston Sports Journal, but you don't have to be on Boston Sports Journal to come on the show. This is Pat's fandom expressions, right? Like hot takes from the fans point of view. We're just here having fun. You don't have to be an expert. You don't have to be an expert at football or at the Patriots or at podcasting or any of that stuff. We're just having a conversation and having fun. And we'd love for you to join us. Uh, literally we'd love to make this a real tailgate party and we're all just hanging out and having fun. And again, debating and uh, lamenting at times and celebrating at times the New England Patriots. So that's what we're here for. By the way, though, if you haven't gone on Boston Sports Journal yet, uh, Boston Sports Journal, you need to. Greg Bedard, uh, who runs uh, runs it and is the founder of it, it is the best New England Patriots coverage you can find, the best breakdowns. And it's not just that. It's Red Sox, it's Patriots, it's Celtics, it's Bruins, it's everything. So jump on bostonsportsjournal.com and, uh, and subscribe. It's definitely worth it. So excited to be here for episode seven. I uh, got uh, three guys around me here on the screen. Uh, first one, we'll kick it over to my right. Andrew, how you doing today? I'm good. Awesome. I'm good. I'm good. Ready to go. Awesome, man. Happy you're here. And uh, we'll kick it down below you, Mike Davis, Mike from Stoneham on BSJ. Mike, how are you? Fantastic. And I uh, hope everybody's having a great week. Awesome. Yeah, I, love, I love your living room, Mike. Yeah, man. Look, at that's the Optum Club. I believe he told me it was the Optum Club there having a little uh, little tea party in the back. I like it. All right. And uh, we'll kick it over uh, below me, Doug Lakis. Doug, how are you? Hi guys, glad to be here. Absolutely, Dad. You're inside. Don't forget, don't forget your your BSJ call sign there. Oh yeah, I didn't get mine either. <laughs> Mine's Pat Sox, Celts, Bruce, Andrew. What's yours? Winter coats. Winter coats. Dad. D Lakers. D Lakers, man. A lot of exclamation points. A lot of there exclamation points. <laughs> When he posts on there. Absolutely. No, that's, uh, that's who we are. So if you see us on there and generally speaking, we talked about last week, usually, especially right after games or, uh, you know, right in the heat of the moment, there's a lot of, uh, exclamation points from D Lakis. There's a lot of wisdom from Mike and, uh, Mike and Stoneham, a lot of wisdom from winter coats. And there's a lot of capitalization for me. That's usually how that works. Right. <laughs> anger. Yeah. It's just like righteous <laughs> anger. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Well, uh, we got a lot to talk about today. So we have uh, quite the agenda uh, that uh, from again, from the fans point of view. So let's kick right into it. So uh, before we get into the Chargers game, which was uh, which was really exciting it was a, a big win for the Pats. We'll talk about it here in a minute. Let's talk about what passed a little bit earlier this week, which was the trade deadline. The NFL trade deadline uh, happened. Uh, was it Tuesday or when I can't remember when it was because nothing happened for Tuesday the Patriots. At four, Tuesday yeah. at four, right? And uh, it was a big nothing burger. Uh, Andrew, I think you you called that. Didn't I was you? about to say I don't think we need to spend a lot of time on this. Just check. Andrew nailed it. <laughs> uh, we can move on. Oh uh, man, that was Michael. Don't you have like a, a sad trombones or something like that? One of you, one of those sound effects, something like that. There you go. That's what you're looking for. Yep, yep. And, but for Andrew, who nailed it. We'll hit one of those for him, right? Yeah, he nailed That's it. Right. Uh, I got to be honest with you. I was looking. Um, I was the uh, the the goat, if you will, or the fish, if you will, that kept scrolling on Bleacher Report because I just knew some news was going to pop up. Absolutely not. Nothing. 
nothing. Although I do think it's interesting why we still wanted to talk about it is I think the aftermarket uh, situation is a bit interesting for the Patriots. I still think they have some needs. Uh, if you haven't, got, it, well, let me say this first. So if you, again, haven't gone to Boston Sports Journal to check it out, Bedard wrote an article about what uh, scout uh, uh, people, sources told him the Patriots were looking for, which is not what the fans thought they were looking for. Like I thought they were looking for a corner or a receiver or a lof- some offensive line help. He said they were looking for a defensive lineman. So defensive end. or defensive end, right? Rush end. So, but not somebody that could just rush the passer, somebody that could also defend the run. Uh, cause it looks like somebody who can set the edge for God's sake. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're, I know Mike, you charted the entire chargers game. We're not going to get into it now. We will hear in a little bit, but you said it was a pretty dismal performance on setting the edge, huh? Yeah. I mean, I, poor Gerard Mayo, that man must be getting older by the week, having to, you know, watch the same mistakes happening over and over again, where, you know, Dietrich Wise and, and, and Kyle Duggar just cannot get to that edge and set that edge and keep getting washed out in, in, by blockers. And, you know, guys just keep running around them. Yeah. So we'll talk about that as we, when we break down the game. Uh, so interesting what Bedard was saying about what they were looking at if they were going to trade. Clearly, they didn't make any trades. I think part of that is probably the cap situation they're in. I think it's uh, like two point five million is what they have left, which usually you need to make it through the rest of the season, um, just because you're going to have to move people around, practice squad, IR stuff like that. So just administrative fees, if you will. Um, but I do think there's a couple names that we should just throw around out here that that Pat's fans been passionate about. Uh, the first one is what's going on in Cleveland, where uh, Odell Beckham Jr. has been excused from practice two days in a row. Uh, and is essentially Kevin Stefanski said he's not with the team. So just act as though he's not with the team, which is just a, it's a weird situation. Um, I think Josina Anderson credited her for reporting at first. I think she was the one that talked about like how he was ready to practice, but he just, they'd sent him home. Uh, I will be the first to tell you, I don't care how OBJ's looked in Cleveland. Cause in my opinion, Baker Mayfield is, eh, you know, I think, I think we have a franchise quarterback. I'm not so sure Baker Mayfield fits that mold. Um, I would love to see. And he said previously be a dream of his to play with, with Belichick could be Brady though. Uh, so he might be headed to Tampa, but uh, <laughs> I would love to see a guy like OBJ. What do you guys think? I mean, that would, that would be a, uh, a very interesting situation to bring him to, to, uh, New England, but I think it wouldn't do anything but help as long as he, you know, as long as he buys in, I mean, I, well, I think we have a history of, of signing, you know, you look at Randy Moss, you look at Ocho Cinco, you look at, I mean, we have a history of signing guys, um, you know, that Josh Gordon, that, that teams may not want and getting them, getting them to buy in. I mean, I think the reality is why I, why I personally like a guy like OBJ and why I see a name like Deshaun Jackson, for instance, and I, I would I would tend to lean because he got cut by the Rams uh, after not getting traded. I think why I would lean towards a guy like OBJ is he can play he can play in the slot. And I think if you look at the Patriots, where they really have a need is somebody that a quick receiver in the slot. And I I see him a lot of the times, and I this is again what a fan sees. Not I haven't looked any of this up, but I see him on the boundary a lot in Cleveland. And I think he actually performs better when I think about him in the, as, with the Giants in the slot, where I think a guy like Deshaun Jackson has no ability in the slot, is a pure boundary guy, deep ball guy. And I don't think, I just, I think we already have that. 
Um, so you know, so I, I'd like to hear coach. I'd like to hear coach's take on this one. Cause I know you've been coaching a long time, Doug. I think the Patriots actually went out and signed players based on the fact that they thought Cam Newton was going to be their quarterback. And I think they did that because they brought in guys, not for their precise route running, but their ability to improvise and their ability to break tackles and run after the catch. So John U. Smith, you know, born, you know, Aguilar, and I, I don't think they just thought that this rookie was going to be ready. And, and so now I think there's a little bit of a mismatch. Instead of having guys that run clean, crisp, precise routes, you've got these guys who are better after the catch that, at Yak. So if I was going to go acquire anybody, I want the guy who's going to have the cleanest, slickest, best route running, who's going to be exactly where Mac wants him to be so he can put that dime right on that player. That, that, that's, that's the guy a- I'm looking for. I mean, that's, that's very well said. And, 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 you know, up until what, two weeks or a week before the regular season started, well, two weeks before the regular season started, I think Cam was the quarterback. I mean, I, from, from everything you read and the guys they did sign were not speak, you know, were not great route runners. Um, and, and, and Cam improvised a lot. So they needed guys who could do the same thing. Um, you know, now that they have Jones playing quarterback, and he is very precise. As a matter of fact, he probably I saw it Sunday. Two balls, maybe one hit, uh, one hit Hunter, Hunter Henry, Henry in the right leg. In the leg he right? He wasn't even <laughs> looking. If he's looking, it's a touchdown. And and that's happened more than once. Turn, so, around, turn around, Hunter. Turn around. You know, I mean, I think you're absolutely right. And I I think OBJ would be a great, uh, you know, situation player for them. I mean, I. To get him the ball, and he's another one you want to get the ball in his hands, however you have to do it. Right. Um, As Dan Orlovsky says, balls in the hands type of guys. That's what he calls John Smith. Get the ball in his hands and let him make a play. Well, I mean, you know, and I think he's coming along too. I mean, he, I'm not, I don't think his run after catch has been very good lately. The first part of this year. (laughs) You got to catch it first. He's he's Uh, doing that a little bit more. Um, I, I don't know. I, I think the ball to Aguilar was huge Sunday. I think that's coming along. So and to I, your point, Mike, I think that's, that's great observation. Yeah. Andrew, you got thoughts there. I can see it. Yeah. I mean, I think, um, I don't, I mean, yeah, I, I, I think we're good. That's I well said. I, that's well said. I wouldn't, I wouldn't <laughs> sign any of these guys. Well, I mean, maybe it's hot take, but I mean, Deshaun Jackson, I want no part of he's on a super bowl contender and not getting the ball enough. And he, he asked for a trade like, Nope. See ya. Like that. Just, yeah. we're, just yeah. we're not bringing that in the locker room. Right. No, thanks. Um, Which is what the Rams did. <laughs> yeah, no, thanks. Um, and then I, I, I love OBJ and I think he's an incredible athlete, but I actually am not sure. There is something to, and and Mike, I I actually like the line of of thinking you just introduced because I hadn't really thought about the cam difference, but I actually think Aguilar and Bourne have gotten better each week and will continue to get better. What they have to have though is play action working and the play action has only been working for two weeks now because the offensive line can finally block somebody, you know, I I don't know. My, my hunch is I'm still optimistic. I'm buying on this offense. Like I actually think it's getting better with the week as it gets better. And as the offensive line blocks better, there's going to be more space. And when there's more space, you can get the ball in Johnny's hands and you know, they can coach them on these things. I mean, that's the other thing that I think we've forgotten over the years, but as a fan, I, I loved back in the day, there's a reason that Belichick and McDaniels get guys who don't have great success elsewhere 
but have the talent. And then they get New England. And after a half year, a year, they start putting up numbers. And it's because they're getting coached better than yeah. they've ever been coached before. Hunter Henry heard all week about the fact he should have recognized the free man blitz and that he should have disengaged in his block and turned his head around and he would have had a touchdown. You better believe you'll see that on Sunday and it might take him a couple of tries, but that's just good coaching. So I, yeah, my, I mean, my take on this is it, it feels good. All the name brands are great, but I would just stick with what they got. So do you guys think with rugs being arrested and being off the team in, in Vegas, that that's where OBJ is heading is to go um, sit into yeah. that slot over they're, there. They said they're interested. They said it could be. Yeah. They said they are interested. And I saw another name, the saints, I think, because Michael Thomas is out for the year. Get tossed around. Yeah. Uh, which, man, you know, that rugs news. Oof. Goodness gracious. Nothing uh, good. Nothing no. good about that. I uh, just sad. No, it's all just, around. yeah, it's just awful. All I mean, now, you know, why some guys had him off their board, right? Yeah, I mean, you unbelievable just, talent, uh, unbelievable talent. But. Yeah. Hey, let me ask you this. Yeah. Uh, speaking of the offensive line, Andrew, is Trent Brown ever coming back? Or I mean, what what's the situation there? I mean, I, uh, I don't they, know. They've got they've gotten better, but if I have to watch seventy five hold one more guy on a touchdown run, I mean, it's kind of crazy. Poor, poor Damian Harris. Well, man. Poor Damian. I, that's what I my yeah. You took the words out of my mouth. Is uh, the I mean, it's frustrating as heck as a fan because you see these touchdown runs and then you're like, oh, there's a flag on the play. But also, man, Harris is out there eating. I mean, he oh, is yeah. just tearing. I mean, he's, I, Harris doesn't get the love he should nationally. I mean, he might be one of the best backs in the league right now. And if he had a, an offensive line who could block without holding, he might be up there in the statistical conversations too. Well, he's starting to. I'm I'm starting to see some stuff come out. Like today I saw a uh, a tweet, I think, that talked about how he's now the grade. I don't know if it's PFF or who it was, but the grade, he's higher, he's higher graded now than he than Josh Jacobs was last year who was um, one of their highest graded running backs. So like he's starting to get some momentum, which is a good thing. Um, let me switch over to the defensive side of the ball and then we'll move on to the chargers game. Um, Mike, you, and when we're talking pre-show, you brought up Jalen Smith and I personally, as, as one that, um, you know, to talk about his four watches every Cowboys game. Cause my wife's a big Cowboys fan. I'm a big Jalen Smith fan. Um, for some reason, when, when Jalen, when there was Jalen Smith, that was a free agent. And Jamie Collins was a free agent. We decided the 31 year old was a better choice, maybe because it had to do with money. And again, there's a cap situation there. Um, Andrew, you're shaking your head though. Like you don't want anything to do with them. So I got to know what you're, what you're thinking. I mean, you ever, I don't know my old neighborhood, people used to put things out on the curb um, and they'd leave them there. So people would come pick them up and use them in their house. <laughs> Every oh once in a while, somebody puts something out and you drive by, you'd be like, that looks real nice. And then it'd be gone. And two days later, it'd be right back on the curb. And my <laughs> instinct was there's a reason they put that back on the curb. That's how I feel about Jalen Smith. He's a great player. He had a, you know, promising young career. Something ain't right there with tent with a uh, green Bay kind of saying, thanks. We're good. And so I'm like, you know, at this point, same kind of deal with the offense. I, they got what they got. I mean, they might tinker around the edges. Maybe they find something on the free agent scrap heap or their injuries in the next couple of weeks that change things. But right now, I mean, I'm not putting Smith in there. If you put Smith in there, then who are you taking out? Hightower, Van Noy, Collins. Well, I, could see some of those, I could see some of those guys coming out. For a young guy like Jalen Smith, sure. Yeah, but you got to make room on the active roster. No, I know. So I know. that that's more what I mean is like. Well, who, there's who a few core special teamers that I think we could probably move to the practice squad. 
Yeah, and you'll be waiting for that till the cows come home. <laughs> but yeah, I hear you. Well, uh, I, I think Winowich might be moving to the injured reserve, right? He got hurt, and we haven't seen hiding or hair of him for a little while, right? Did uh, he play on Sunday? Was he did play on Sunday? Yeah, I don't think he played Sunday, did he? Mike? I didn't see him out there, no. No, I don't think he played. Um, you, you mean you see him usually with the hair flowing, flailing backwards or something. He loves, he loves New Hampshire. Loves New Hampshire. I don't know if you guys have seen those videos. Big fan of New Hampshire, that Chase Winner. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, speaking of injuries, uh, we'll just hit the practice report coming up, uh, and then we'll, we'll jump into the Chargers. This is a good segue. J.C. Jackson out uh, for the last two days uh, due to illness. I haven't heard anything about uh, I haven't heard any COVID-related news, uh, just illness. So it could be any any of the thousand viruses or infections in the world. Um, so hopefully it's not COVID, but, um, you know, that's not good. Uh, I immediately look at that and go, oh, boy, they're already short at, at, in, the, <laughs> in the back end. Um, I don't love that. He's, he's the closest thing they have to a number one, you know, lockdown man up corner uh otherwise i'll pull it up but initial thoughts on jackson have you guys heard anything about that or that that makes me real nervous um i'm glad we're playing the panthers and pj walker i think i don't think sam darnold's gonna play although that may i kind of wanted sam darnold to be there um but i mean does that scare you guys like it scares me well it was was halloween just now right we were seeing ghosts (laughs) yeah that's right (laughs) As long as PJ Walker doesn't play like Mike White did last week against the uh, Titans, we'll be okay. Mike, Mike F and White, man. Mike F and White. <laughs> I mean, against the Bengals. Yeah. I mean, we had him the week before. Luckily, he didn't do that the week before. Check down King, man. The check down King, Mike White. Uh, no, they need Jackson to play. I mean, I, for sure. Let me pull up here. I'm going to, oh, go ahead. Go ahead he's the only competent slot corner they have. Oh, he's the only comp. I mean, I won't go on the Jalen Mills train today. <laughs> I won't do it. I went on. I went on it last week. It's getting better each game. week, man. It's getting better. Stop. Each week. Would you stop? Uh, I, I thought <laughs> stop. he was going to get all the way to the end of the game without getting posterized, but right there at the end, there it was. Yeah, that practice. That practice squad or mossed him in the end zone. It was they, great. They should have traded him right then. It was bad. Nope, they should have put him on the corner, just like Andrew was saying. Left him out on the. Oh, oh, I mean, God. look here. I mean, I, yes. Do I want JC Jackson to play? Yes. Uh, I think this stuff, like, I think we make a bigger deal out of this stuff than we need to though. Like it's the NFL guys miss games. Sure. Uh, this is the reason the next man up is the real thing. There's always drop off, but usually the drop off's not as much as psychologically we make it out to be. I mean, you know, if, if on Sunday they run <laughs> Jalen Mills, uh, Miles Bryant and D'Angelo Ross out there, and that's their three. Like they're gonna scheme for that. They're gonna do what they do. I mean, I, I just, I wouldn't lose any sleep over. It. And you know, the other reality is, is if it's an illness, they're probably just resting him up. And 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 honestly, making sure he's not spreading that illness to everybody else in the locker room. Yeah, that's like, right. That's I'm right. Sure that's fine. true. Well, and the good news too is if they if he doesn't play, uh, the way that my mind kind of worked, Miles Bryant's their slot corner. So and he's he's. I like Miles Bryant a lot. So at least in my my mind, he'll be covering DJ more because that's going to be the problem is is it, I don't think Mills would cover him anyway. Mills would be a guy that would cover Anderson. And luckily Robbie Anderson, we're getting way ahead of ourselves here with the Panthers, but luckily Robbie Anderson can't, you know, I mean he runs routes like any one of us four would. He's a, I mean he's a, he's bad. So luckily I think Mills could hold him down. Real quick, let me go into the 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 practice report here just 
throw any names that I say that that lead you to anything, throw it out there. Uh, Barmore limited with a foot. Juwan Bentley limited with ribs. Carl Davis limited with a hand. Cody Davis limited with a hand. Uh, Duggar limited with a neck. That doesn't sound good. Nick Folk always limited with a left knee. Uh, <laughs> I think he's been on the practice report the entire year. Uh, Hightower with an ankle. Shaq Mason with a, with an abdomen. Jonu Smith with a shoulder. Uh, Uche with a shoulder. And Van Noy with a groin. And he, I mean, that's a big list. Um, I'm, you know, but to your point, Andrew, I mean, you know, I mean, that's such a, that's such a big list. I don't even know what to do with that. Yeah, but well, do, do you think he's done the opposite? Like for years, he didn't want to put anybody in his practice list. Now I'm wondering if he puts everybody. In <laughs> that's he could yeah, yeah. So. the injury list, right? Okay, well, here's what I'm going to do. If you want me to put people on here, I'm going to put everybody with a boo boo on my list. There you go. <laughs> wasn't, wasn't wasn't Brady on the practice on the uh, injury report every week? Yeah, he was on there every all the time. Week. Yeah, it was an elbow with an elbow. He was on and, there all the yeah. time. I, I don't. Bomb. I don't. I'm all right. Into that. All right. I think they'll be fine. I think they'll be fine. Um. Uh, I, I do think you guys were talking earlier about the offensive line. If Shaq Mason does have a legitimate abdominal issue, that might explain why he hasn't been playing like Shaq Mason all year. Yeah, that could yeah. be right. Fair enough. That could be true. I, uh, it'd be nice to that you brought up earlier, dad, Trent Brown would be a, a Trent Brown sighting would be, would be glorious for everyone. Uh, yeah. so, and put him right there at left tackle. Yes. Give that guy a break. Cause he needs a break right now. He's no doubt. in a slump. No doubt. All right, so let's get into the Chargers. Um, big win, by the way. Um, it seems like the only place, uh, unless it's the Jets, the only place the Patriots can win is on the road this year. So they go to uh, they go to L.A. 27-24 win. It was actually a bigger win than that, but our friend Jalen Mills got posterized at the end of the game, let up a late touchdown. Uh, so, which by the way, if you had the over, it was a good thing because it was 50 and a half. Um, so bad, speaking of bad beats, Andrew, uh, so 24, 27, 24, um, thoughts. I mean, Mike, I know you, you, uh, I think you went back and watched some, some film, by the way, if you want to join the, the tailgate party, you don't have to watch film. So Mike, I, I'm going to mess with you. You don't have to go back and watch film. Yeah. Mike's just watching film, which is great. Cause that's, yeah, let's be clear. Stuff. This tail, this tailgate party podcast got about 400% smarter when Mike joined last week. <laughs> that's uh, true. There's is an exponential curve here that we're working from. I, I haven't watched tape all year. So um, I just sit over here and talk like I know what I'm talking about. So and, come join us. Unless Bedard puts it on there, which he does on Boston Sports Journal. He is, you can watch a ton of tape, which is again, why you should go there and subscribe. Uh, so initial thoughts. So, so I'll just, I'll throw it out there and then we can kind of discuss it. Um, first half was a little rough. I, I was pretty frustrated in the first half when everything in the scouting report said they should run the ball. They were running the ball successfully and they stopped running the ball. Uh, but then they get really conservative uh, in the, uh, in the red area, which is, is tended to be kind of a, yeah, I see dad's face down there tended to be, oh a, it's, God. yeah, it's a tendency at this point. Um, McDaniels took some flack for that this week, but that was my first initial take much better second half than a first half. Uh, and I, I just, when something's working, I, I don't know, Mac looked a little bit out of sorts in the first half, probably because there were some, some ghost pressure getting to him, uh, because they stopped running the ball in general, it was still effective and they stopped running the ball. That was my initial takeaway. What about you guys? I mean, I, I thought the receivers were running crappy routes. I'll be honest. Okay. Even when he dialed up a couple of those things, guys just weren't where they were supposed to be. When you see Mac Jones throwing it, you know, all the way over to the sideline there, he's like, my guy's not where he's supposed to be when he's supposed to be there, plain and simple. Yep. Well, I think the run game is the issue, and that, I was crazy about that last Sunday. 
especially in the red area. I mean, they hadn't stopped them between the twenties. Get and they got. I think they had. I think they had first and goal inside the, like at the six, and they threw the ball three straight times. I mean, I, 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 did, I didn't understand the play call at all in the red zone. And I, and then they went back to like Andrew said, they went back to run on the ball, and obviously things opened up then. I mean, that that yeah. was a big deal. First and goal on the four, hit Bourne right on the hands. Oh, well, luckily it hit, it almost hit the defender's hands and went another, went 99 yards the other way. I'm glad mm-hmm. it didn't. I saw that play in, against Dallas, by the way. I saw how that ended up. It looked like the exact same thing. Uh, hey, by the way, uh, Bedard said something on the article about Peyton Manning face that uh, um, Max starting to get Peyton Manning face. Let me let me just be clear from a fan's perspective, and I know growing up as uh, you know in the early two thousands, Manning Brady the whole thing. I'm I'm over that now. Like I like Peyton Manning. I always kind of did. I always thought he was a great player. Um, but let me just tell you right now, if I got to deal with Manning face with Mac, and it means that we get a couple Super Bowls in Peyton Manning's career, sign me up immediately. I can deal with some Peyton Manning face and yeah. yelling at his receivers. Just gonna throw Absolutely. that out. Absolutely, Andrew. I, I like to. I think I want to introduce a new segment to the show, which is the um, let's recap dad's texts on Sunday afternoon. Yes. Hold on a minute. Uh, Do we need some, do we have, I'm not part of the group. Sorry. I don't get to hear anything. Mike, we're going to get you on there just so we can add you in. It's uh, Andrew. I have some, I have some fanfare. Hold on. As you read it, when you do this, hold on. As you read it, I have fanfare queued up. So just, I have some imaging queued up for you. So go ahead, Andrew. So you, let me get Be one and give me, a, give me a break in between it. So, Here we go. So this is 447. So we're what, 30 minutes into the game. Okay. It's hard to watch. They keep shooting themselves. Has to be better. That's a penalty. Oh, I was they off of the beat, fanfare. They aren't beating anyone. Run the effing ball four times, <laughs> exclamation point. I am so yeah. pissed. Wait a minute. Oh, is that God. all dad? Is that all That's dad? That's all all dabs a string. I wasn't, uh, you know. Yeah, hold on. I need, I need, all right, hold on. The way this works is when you read one, I hit the fanfare. Like, I need you to, come on, baby. Okay. Give me one. I hit the all fanfare right. at the end because it's all me. No, no, no. I just, every time we got to get your fanfare and this fanfare is just, we got to get hard. Go ahead. It's hard. You want, so you want like a dramatic. Oh, it just, no, I just want you to read it. Just read it. It's hard to watch. They keep shooting themselves. Keep so you coming. can't hear anything. I don't know what you're doing on the board. Oh, oh, you can hear it. You can't hear it for whatever reason. I can. I'm telling yeah. you, I can hear it. Go ahead. Got it. Uh, has to be a better throw. That's a freaking penalty. <laughs> that, was, that was the hold on Hunter Henry that wasn't called. Ooh, they, are, they aren't beating anyone. Run that from ball four times. Exclamation point. Exclamation point. Exclamation point. Oh, we got dope. We got it. I got a lot of them. Exclamation point. Okay, keep them coming. All, all true points now. Keep them coming. I am what else we got? So pissed. Wonderful. By the way, all of these texts are before 5 p.m. East Coast time. So because we're still they were in do- the first quarter, I think, at that <laughs> because stage. Because they were of the doing game. all this in the first 30 minutes <sighs> of the game. Just let it breathe, time. man. Let it breathe. Oh. Okay. Andrew, you all need right. to get you need to get some Andrew, you need to get some headphones. One, so you can hear the sound effects. Two. Uh, I just hit some Bob Euchre for you. A little j- j- just a bit outside. <laughs> but I did see Mike shaking his head because all those things were legit on that text message. That is, that, <laughs> oh, that's a Doug, segment. I'm We're going to do I'm that segment every time. I'm just at the TV saying it. I'm not texting anybody. I'm just, Run yeah, the ball. I mean, 
Dad, I Run think most of, the, most of the 14 people who watch this podcast probably can relate <laughs> to what you're feeling. Wow. Uh, as, wow. As well as the BSJ reader. I mean, I'm not disagreeing with you. I just, it's such a New England, uh, like the, the, <laughs> You never lose the New England fan pessimism, even after like 27 championships. First, I mean, it's just great. First of all, great. hold on a minute. What first of all, me lately? first of all, we have way more than 14 people that watch the podcast. We have 18 subscribers to the YouTube oh, channel. Geez. Okay. First of all, second of all, that doesn't mean the amount of people that watch it and download it way more. Third, let me show you. Not only am I going to give you, that's a great segment. We're going to do it every week. Thank you for that answer. It's beautiful. I'm real, not texting anymore during the game. Yeah, you will. That's a lie. That, that's a lie. Uh, yeah, I believe that one. That's, that's a lie. It's brilliant. Second of, or, or last, let me give you uh, real quick. Not only imagine the text being sent, I'm also going to do an impression of what my father looks like when he sends the text message. Hold on, real quick. A lot of mouth movement and that type of thing. I, arms crossed. A lot of teeth in there, right? And that what you look like. That's right. I'm right. I'm that looks like that looks like an offensive line coach to me. There you exactly go. Watch right. a football game. <laughs> that, Doesn't exactly matter what you're right. watching. It could be it could be high school. It could be college. It could be that's it. That's right. That, that that's, that's it. A, that's an offensive line coach going. Man, what the <laughs> hell? Why can't these guys just do what they're supposed to do? That's how exactly many damn right. times have we told them? <laughs> yeah, Andrew. Why does that offensive coordinator keep throwing the ball? Is that, <laughs> is that not it though, Andrew? I, I lived through that in high school when I was coaching, Mike. I used to have to go at halftime tell the head coach, "Okay, are you done now? Can we run the ball now?" <laughs> so that's what we used to do. Oh man, a seal here and a seal here. That's what it's about, man. That's what it's yep. about. That's good, man. We're going to do that every week. Um, all right. So let's see. So any other takeaways from the game? Uh, Mike, you, you, you have, you looked at film. So, I mean, what was your, what were some key takeaways you saw? Not only from, I mean, just as you look at it from the fans point of view, like what, what stood out? So the second time I looked at, it, I didn't realize the first time when I watched the game, how much they were playing six defensive backs and seven defensive backs. I knew they were trying to stop the, the pass but I really hadn't realized how much they had, you know, basically four or five big boys on the line and everybody else were, were DBs. So they were playing a lot of three um, defensive backs, three of the, the, right. the safeties, right? So what they call the big nickel, right? Or the big dime. But it was shocking how often they had little guys playing against big guys, even when there was, you know, an extra offensive lineman in there playing as a tight end. So they're playing you know, two tight ends and a, and a running back. And they're still in there in, in, you know, big nickel or even dime, big dime package. That That's a pretty big mismatch size wise. You told me they did that at one point in the red zone, right? Yeah. That, that first touchdown that Eckler scored where he got to like the five yard line and then they just literally pushed the team right in. There were only like four big bodies on the entire field. It I mean, was crazy. I mean, that's like, well, well, that's like a nine-year-old playing Madden. Like, like who runs big dime or or quarter or whatever on a four? I it might have been the eleven or something. I'm just saying when he got to the last five yards, they're just there. There was they, they double teamed the only couple of big guys and then they just pulled them into the end zone. So so as the game progresses and the Patriots do more of that, obviously that's a you know an adjustment Chargers didn't make would have been run the ball, and they're going to have all those small sure. guys out there like that. And, you know, one linebacker in a, in a uh, strong safety playing in the box, you run the ball. 
Right. And, and obviously they Two didn't. strong they, safeties, right? They had Duggar and Phillips. Right. Uh, but I think so that's an couple, adjustment they didn't make. So. Well, listen, here's my take on the Chargers game. Um, I have two. And, and, and to the point earlier about this is like a fan take podcast. We're not, we're not trying to analyze it all. I have two thoughts watching that game on Sunday and afterwards one, how much fun is it to finally have some blue chippers like yes. watching Judon oh, and Barmore get awesome. after the quarterback. We haven't had that in a long time. Nope. I mean, it is just, and, and it's just fun when you see them just out there and they make plays a double team still getting in the backfield. That was just fun Two, I think I have more optimism uh, there's still so much room for this team to grow. I mean, the, the, the defense, it should have been a blowout. Like Mac didn't play great. He's learning. The thing that I left Sunday feeling like, okay, maybe we'll be all right. It was the first time I'd seen a, uh, it, the, them execute a good game plan and actually end up with a win this year. And Belichick had a great game plan. Like, I don't know who designed if it was him, Steve, Jared, or Gerard, maybe they got in a room together, but you can't do that against most teams. They knew the Chargers wouldn't run the ball. They're not built to run the ball. They don't run the ball. And so you play the big, you know, the big dime and you say, great, if you're not going to run the ball, we're going to take away the pass. And it right. worked. I mean, the right. second half, they had nowhere to go. And I just, you know, it, if, if Belichick can keep dialing that up, then this team can do something yep. because every single time we play another team, we have a built-in advantage at head coach. And the game plan is always going to be better than the other team's game plan. I, yeah, uh, and I feel good about that. I agree with you. Yeah, overall, I do think though, when you're on the four or the six, like you can you can still run goal line and have three defensive backs that are tight man on somebody. So like I get it, what you're saying. I agree with you. What you're saying is right, but there there are times where they seem a little out of out of that not in the right coverage or out of position on certain defensive plays where. That's part of they the have adjustment. To blow timeouts. I mean, they, I mean, that's they blew all those timeouts the second half on defense because they didn't have the right guys on the field. Or an, or they gotta, or they had they too many on the field. Up. Like, how many times are going to run ten men out of the huddle or on on defense? Like, I don't, I don't understand that. Like, that's that's well, it, good. The other thing that's troublesome is that two of those timeouts were wasted after dead ball situations. I right. I don't. I, that's just baffling to me, right? Especially at that level. I mean, um, and I, and Bel- well, and, hey, let me, speak- ask, let me ask this. From, I mean, I don't know the same play football. I watch it mostly on TV, so I can't see what's happening. What, what actually happens there? Like when you're a coach and a defense coordinator and you're coming out of a timeout or you're after a kickoff, how does that even happen? I mean, I, what, what's the mix up? It does happen. And, and it's, it's, not having the right, obviously not right. Having the right personnel right there at your grasp. And if you're going to, and when you come out of a huddle, a defensive huddle or an offensive huddle, those guys, you need to have those guys right there that you're going to go to the next situation with. And, and to be fair, there's not a lot of time in a timeout. I think it's 30 seconds. It's 30 seconds. So, so, you know, you have to kind of understand what you're going to do next and what you're trying to do. So if they line up and you take a timeout, you're actually seeing something that you want to change or that you want to try to combat. Well, you have to know what, what personnel you're going to do to use that. But when you come out of a dead ball situation, clock has stopped, something's happened, and you still come out with, a, with a, having to use a timeout, that, that to me is just 
poor personnel management. I, I, well, let me ask I, this to, to make sure, like, like you breaking it, boiling it down even more in layman's terms. So like, yeah, what you're saying is, and I remember this from the limited football I played, um, but like, I got a sub package of people that I know are on a defense that I'm going to run, whatever it is, whatever coverage, mm-hmm. whatever it is. I know the 11 people are on the field. Well, the sidelines, a big area. So some of those players, if they're not ready, some of it's on the players, not the coaches. It sure right? is. Because if they're not ready, like the best example that I can think of is field goal team. So like, or a special teams. Right. And what I mean by that is if you're ready to kick a field goal, but your long snappers 50 yards away, you got to yell across the sideline to get the long snapper in the game because you're kicking a field goal. So that long snapper should be right there given the situation in the game, which is part of coaching. Does that make sense? I mean, I, a perfect example on Sunday was the Patriots went out to punt. Davis is the up back. He came out. He was the last guy coming out on the field right. and it was an afterthought, which means so he I'm wasn't thinking, They're yelling for the punt so I, team and he can't, he's not, he can't hear it for whatever. Well, he's either not paying attention or he's not in a position. Isn't that where, all Davis does? I mean, I, you know, well, that's I mean, the problem. Know, what are you doing? Put the Gatorade all down. I know, all Cody. I know is on a, fr- on a Friday night, when we got down to a situation where it might be fourth down and whatever we were going to do, we were given the alert two pl- <clears throat> two pl- two plays earlier. Right. Punk team, get ready. Field yeah. goal team, get ready. And the, and these, and the special teams coach is supposed to have those guys right there with them. I mean, yeah, makes sense. So I'll, I'll, I mean, it's it shouldn't happen, but it does. I never thought I'd I'd think of the day we missed Joe Judge, huh? Oh man, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He might be back soon. He might be back soon. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's well Real said. Soon. All right, let's jump in to the game coming up this week. Uh, we have uh, Char. I mean, it was cool. It was awesome to see us uh, beat the Chargers. Good recap there. Fun stuff. Uh, you know, still still some issues they're working through, but I think we're all optimistic they're on the up and up. Uh, you know, Mike, you brought it up earlier, though. We won't go too deep into it because we got to get into the Panthers. But it'd be nice for him to set the edge one time, stop a big run, right? You saw that a lot on film. Is that right? <laughs> well, I mean, Christian McCaffrey is going to have a field day if they can't figure out a way to set the edge. Speaking of that, for 200 he's, yards this week. Yeah, he's back. He's practicing this week. Old CMC's back, man. He is back uh, in action. I, they weren't still weren't sure whether how much he was going to play on Sunday. So, uh, well. Um, I mean, we'll see what happens, but I, I'm, gives, I'm quite certain he'll play. Yeah. So I think he's going to give him the Willem McGinnis treatment that he used to give to Marshall Falk. Who's who's who uh, it's not Judon. I don't think you need him, him to run around up to the quarterback. Who's going to hit him. I don't know. Not, no one can catch him. I don't think they hit him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm trying to think who would, who would give him that treatment. Uh, we don't really have anybody on the team. That's quite like Willie. Uh, that I can think of. Um, maybe Kyle Van Noy goes into that spy spot. Maybe. I, no, I'm not. It's not. I, I, don't, I don't hate the thought. I just, I'm imagining I, I, Kyle I mean, Van Noy, Kyle in, Van Noy's well, old self trying to do that. In theory, you know, that's what they brought Collins back for, right? Is to play that position, but I don't think he's got the speed he used to have. And, and Kyle Duggar should have that. I was going to say, but I don't <laughs> trust that kid as far as I can throw him to so, be in the right place. So if, if, if let me just be clear here, if I were Matt rule and I watched any film at all from Jamie Collins and Andrew and dad know exactly where I'm going. Double move, double move city. Owen Daniels is still running wide open in the 2015 AFC oh, man, championship that one game. Stings. I'm running double moves. Jeez. He can't cover me on a double move. Nonetheless, the best running back or one of in the NFL. So I'm with you on the speed piece, but whew, um, 
let's hope they can do it. I, so let me let her open the game up here. Uh, just give some some quick number rundowns. New England favored on the road. Uh, or is this game? Yeah, favored on the road. Uh, three and a half is the total or the spread. And it's a 41 total, uh, which is low. But three and a half point favorites on yeah. the road, which is interesting. I'm, I mean, my guess would be that has to do with Darnold's injury, or do you think it would be that way with Darnold? I oh mean, no, man! I uh, so look, this is the one time all year. I mean, we live in North. Dad and I live in North Carolina. We watch more of the Panthers than we probably should. It's forty-one because that team cannot move the ball. I yeah. mean, last week against the Falcons, they settled for I think six field goals. Um, well, that was bad. Arnold or no Darnold, they're just struggling. Uh, the offensive line's really, really. A, I mean, and they knew this coming in. I mean, I, most folks were excited about some of the pieces the Panthers had built, but they had a feeling they were still a year away because they haven't been able to remake the offensive line fully yet. I, it should be a good week for the defense if they pick their spots with pressure and they find a way to, to, you know, keep McCaffrey if he plays from going nuts. I mean, I, I think that's the bigger challenge they have to worry about. Yeah. No, I, I, go ahead. Dan. It, from the Carolina standpoint, I mean, I think defensively they're pretty good. I mean, I, they, yeah, they really. seem to have, they seem to have some playmakers on defense and got another one came back last week. That makes me better on defense. So um, who's that? that would be the, who's that? <laughs> I think he won number nine. Last <laughs> but anyway, uh, I, I think from the, from the Panther standpoint, that that's their, their hopeful on defense and to Andrew's point offensively, um, you know, they were a dumpster fire last week and still managed to win a game. So I, I don't know. Well, that's because the Falcons are an even bigger dumpster fire uh, just in general. Anybody think Gilmore is going to be motivated to play in this game? Oh yeah. I, so I'm sure I, before we get to that though, real fast, Mike, uh, I got an injury report for the Panthers. Um, Darnold limited participation. He's still in concussion protocol. So we'll see what that, what happens there. I think that was all they had, uh, from a limited standpoint and then full participation, Jermaine Carter, Pat Fline or Eflin, Cam Irvin, Stefan Gilmore's full participant, CJ Henderson and Matt, uh, Matt Paredes. So they're, I mean, they're healthy, but, uh, other than at the the quarterback position, but back to Gilmore. Yeah. And you know, I think he's going to be really motivated. He said this week, he said, it's always a little something extra. Uh, and this is not a quote, so don't quote me on it, but it's always a little something extra when you're playing your old team. And he also said that he wasn't happy with how the Patriots handled his injury, which I don't know what he means, but clearly he wasn't happy about something. So you guys said it earlier though, pre-show, you didn't think he was going to play for New England this year anyway. I, I truly, I don't think he was going to, and I think that's a money situation. I, right. You know, I, he can say what he wants about his injury. And, uh, you know, I mean, if, if he was healthy and he said he was ready to go at the, when they started training camp, and obviously that wasn't the case. So I, I don't know. I, I just don't get the feeling that he was going to play for New England. Yeah. I mean, I'm trying to think he was going to guard. That's what I was thinking. He he picked last week to guard Kyle Pitts. They said he said he asked Rule, "Hey, I want to guard Pitts because that was their best weapon with Ridley out." So I, I'm trying to think from a fan's perspective. I'm like, all right, hold on a minute. Who's nine going to guard? Thinking like, you know, Born? I mean, who the hell is he, who, who are you afraid <laughs> of if you're the Carolina Panthers? Nobody, really. No, old Nikhil Harry, baby, Nikhil Harry. Oh, oh wow. There you go. Guard Harry. I mean, although he did have a couple catches last week. He did. He did. Dad, you're but a big see, fan of Harry. You talk about him I every am, week. I like Harry. I, I like Harry, but to Andrew's point of a couple of weeks ago, 
he's not a tight end. Put him in a slot or something and throw him the ball. I, hey, hey, Doug, he was running the right routes. Like you saw, he was freaking wide open because they're like, I, I, oh, they're never going to throw that guy the ball. That's right. I he was so think. wide open. Like there wasn't, there wasn't another shirt in the, in the vicinity when he made one of those catches. I there was nobody money. there. One, he made he a made, real great <laughs> catch on the, um, Mac actually, I think threw it to the wrong spot. Right. Wasn't yeah. that the you know, contested catch? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. But, but I mean, I just, anyway, we don't want to get on, on off on that, no, but well, I think, I think he can help. I do. And, and well, I, I think, think this is the beauty of the Patriots offense. You can't pick one guy. I mean, you know, you got to keep getting better. And to your point, Mike, they got to run better routes. But yeah, I mean, I don't know what we, you got blanket born or blanket Aguilar. Okay, great. Then they're just going to throw it to the tight ends or they're going to, you know, I mean, maybe Jacoby Myers to take away. That's, that's I, who they're going to go. That's who, blanket, that's, who I would, that's who he's going to go. That's who I would think. I would think they put him on, on Myers. I, yeah. Uh, and, yeah. I think that's who he's going to guard. I I think um, I think you're probably seeing Blake and Myers because that's his that's Max safety net. Um, and I think that you know he wants to he wants to take that away. Um, but I think you know I think but I also think McDaniel's does a lot of stuff for all the crap we give him about some of the conservative play calling in the red zone. He does a lot of stuff that schemes guys open. Like it's not there's they I agree they need to run better routes. But a lot of the pick plays and a lot of the rubs and different stuff that he does to get people open, people are still going to be open. And, and get their yards. I think the uh, the challenge is going to be running the ball on the Panthers because I think that that's going to be a tough. That's going to be tough, and that's where Andrew, you said it earlier. This offense, in order to be effective through the air, has to be effective on the ground. It's not a five. Although I'd love to see them give Mac the reins and let him line up in five wide, and you know, I'd, I I just I just would with this offensive yeah, line, you man. get killed. Nah, man. I, they don't. No, know no, 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 no. Hold on, Mike. Who's going to be a hot? Re- Mike, we're talking to look, you know, take two steps and catch the ball. We're, um, that's a good question. It's a great question. Um, so, so you gotta but, hit, hit for the ass again. <laughs> oh, I just think it'd be great to let him like, you know, to let him do that and navigate, but you're right. That's probably a bad idea. That's why, well, I'm, that's why no, I'm a fan, no. Mike. That's why I'm a fan. Well, going back to that though, a few games back, they did go five wide a couple of times. I, I, I don't know if it was against Tampa or Dallas. They lined up five wide three or four times during Tampa. the game and had, and move the ball right down the field. So, oh, they, yeah, because they realized with Tampa, you're not you, you're not going to run the ball in Tampa. So you're well, literally okay, just going to have to. Your point, to your point, you say they're going to have trouble on Sunday running the ball. So we'll see. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I, you know, I think that. Uh, I think another interesting thing is, you know, why they wouldn't guard Aguilar. Bedard said something on an article the other day about Aguilar um, starting to complain a lot. Well, Nelson, run, run, catch. Catch wide open passes, run cleaner routes, catch one contested ball. Oh, you one. I just want one. And then you can talk, brother. Until then, pipe it down over there, man. I I, I also hope that the, the fumble thing oh. still still lingers. And I I wish to, I mean Bourne had a play in the I think that was deep in the in the charger end. Um, yeah, it was. It would have been a field and, goal. Yeah, it would have been. And yeah, I, that's I mean, that's when they fumble is when there's points that are going to be on the board. Yeah, I mean, I, you were talking about your dad's face. What do you think Ivan Fears and Troy Brown's face looked like when those when those fumbles were uh, happening? Uh, Troy Brown, favorite I mean, all time. Oh, it's great. Uh, should be in the Hall of Fame, NFL Hall of Fame, not just yeah. the Pats Hall of Fame. All right. So I think my thought, and then we'll do predictions and we'll get out of here. My thought is protect the ball, which is what we were talking about, right? Mm-hmm. Try to establish yep. the run. 
if you can establish some sort of ground game that Andrew, your point, that's going to open up play action, which is where Mac uh, flourishes and where their play calling flourishes. But I think dad, you bring up a great point, which is if they're not able to run the ball, I actually do think spreading the field and spreading the defense, quick routes, two steps and throw stuff where Mac doesn't, you know, he's not taking huge drops back there. Mike, to your point and getting him killed is, is important. And then I think the, uh, I think especially if I, whether Darnold plays or not, I think the defense has to have a big game. Like I think they have to hold and, and I don't think they're going to struggle with that, by the way, I think to your point, Andrew, the Panthers don't move the ball very well. Um, PJ Walker. I mean, uh, he didn't have a ton of NFL experience. I think, I think from a defensive perspective, they're good. Um, so we'll go around the room. That, those are my thoughts. Unless there are any additional thoughts on the game where we go in and you guys, let's predict it. What's going to happen. Andrew, we'll start with you. Well, be there in person on Sunday. So I'm looking forward. Whoa. To that. That's right. Wow. Uh, awesome. Last time, last two times I've gone to a Patriots game in Charlotte, they've lost. So let's break that streak. Um, nice. I had a great view of the Gronkowski uh, pass interference. The oh, oh, the Keekly mugging. Nice. So, the Keekly mugging. Right in front of me. I was not a happy camper. Um, may have had a few Coca-Colas. Um, the, yeah, I mean, I, I, I think, I think they're going to actually have decent success running the ball inside. Like I think it's a power, power run game kind of, kind of game. Panthers have a ton of speed on defense. You don't want to be doing sideline to sideline. Um, no toss sweeps. Run it. No, yeah, please don't. Uh, not with bold. Not with run bold. It, run up the middle, play action. I think Mac gets, you know, he learns from his mistakes. He had a rough game on, on Sunday. I actually would expect him to have a better game this Sunday. Um, and I think our defense uh, should be able to stop Panthers. I, I, I'm going to pick Patriots, you know, I'll probably get like 24-17. Oh, 24-17. All right. 24-17, Pats. Cover and go over. Is that right? Is it? No, wait a minute. 20, yeah. Three no, yeah, half, yeah. Yeah. No, uh, yeah. Uh, three and a half, but then 41. So I guess the push. Um, interesting. All right. Mike, we'll go to you. So first of all, I'm going to hope we actually see JJ Taylor, right? Uh, we see all three of the young backs, right? Um, I, For sure. I, I'm, I'm with you, Doug. I'm kind of good with seeing Brandon Bolden in the backfield. He's fine on special teams, but I don't want to see him in the backfield. Um, I, I do think that they are going to try to play bully ball. Um, and I do think they're going to try to run and then set up the play action pass. And I'm just hoping that you guys are right and that we're going to see fewer mistakes and that if that's the case, there'll be some more crisp route running, whether it's Johnny Smith or it's Kendrick Bourne or it's, or it's Mr. Complainer there. And if they do, then, then they, they should, they should win by seven. And, and, and I think that 41 number is pretty accurate too. So, um, there you go. I like, I it. guess 21, 17, maybe. All right. I like it. Nice. All right. Very good. Dad, over to you. Uh, like I say, all the things we've talked about have to happen. And I, I feel good about the Patriots winning the game. And I, I think if they can, you know, again, stay away from the mistakes and do, do some of the things that they do well. Um, I think the Patriots win 27-16. All right, 27-16. Andrew, I think you're in for a treat, man. I think they're going to blow them out. I think I think I think you got a guy like PJ Walker. I actually I'm telling you. I hope Sam Darnold clears con, con, uh, concussion protocol because they have always dominated him. And I think <clears throat> I think there's going to be a plan to bracket DJ Moore, who's really their only 
uh, McCaffrey, don't get me wrong. McCaffrey's back. That's a big weapon. But uh, in, in the, uh, the receiver core, I'm not worried about Robbie Anderson. I'm not worried about their tight ends. I'm not worried about any of those guys. They're going to have a plan to take away two players. And I think you're going to see that. I hope JC Jackson plays. Cause if not, that might change the whole narrative, but if he plays and he's okay, um, I think you're in for a treat of like a defensive, just a shutdown. I think they're going to lock them down. I think, and I think they're going to, I don't know how much they're going to score, but I wouldn't be surprised to see like a 24 to three, 24 to seven game where they literally just lock them down defensively, uh, create turnovers, get short yarded situations and turn that into points. So that's, that's kind of my, I think it's going to go under and I think the Pats are going to cover easily. Uh, I think hopefully Andrew, I don't know if you're sitting in the lower bowl, but I think by the fourth quarter, you're going to be able to go down there to the lower bowl with all the other Pats fans and all the Panthers fans are gone. Um, so, and I know, I know our buddy, it, one of our subscribers, big Al is a big Panthers fan. So he's probably not going to like my prediction, but that's just how it's going to be. I think so. Uh, Mike, you going to the Bruins game tonight? Uh, I don't think so. Oh. It looks like it's not happening. Dang. I was going to, going to send you off with, with some good luck in the, the golden black, man. That stinks. All right. Well, any final thoughts guys before we get out of here? No, I enjoyed it, guys. Yeah, a lot of Always fun. Always great. Awesome. Just one last, one last I'll call to any other Patriots fans out there that want to join us. Like, we, you know, the beauty of Zoom is this room can be as big as it needs to be. That's so right, just man. Just let us know. That's right. Hit Mike, me. Mike, what are they? How can they let you know if they want to get yeah, on? Yeah. Yeah. So Pat's tailgate party at gmail.com. Pat's tailgate party, P A T S, tailgate party at gmail.com. Literally, just send me a note. Say, Hey, I want to join, you know, if you're on BSJ or you're just, you found this on YouTube or, uh, Apple, uh, or Google, wherever you get your podcast. And it's, it's interesting. We want you here. Um, so just shoot us a note and, and jump in. So, all right. Episode seven in the books. We'll see you next week for episode eight. Go Pats. <laughs>